Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. China stories. As more scammers find shelter in Cambodia, more Chinese become victims. Published by Caixin Global. Written by Qing Jianhang, Sun Haijiao, Wang Kuro, Wang Xintong, and Lu Zhenhua. Narrated by Nandini Venkata. In recent weeks, a case of a Chinese national who was kidnapped and forced to work as a blood slave by a gang of online scammers in Cambodia has shocked China. In many media reports, Li Yuan Lun was identified as the victim in the case. According to the reports, 350 milliliters, or about three-quarters of a pint of blood, were forcibly drawn from him seven times over the six months that he was held at the gang's hideout in the Cambodian city of Sihanoukville. Although Lee managed to escape, he was on the brink of death by the time he got treatment. That's according to a February 16th statement published by the Chinese embassy in the Southeast Asian country, which cited the Beth Hun Cambodia-China first hospital that admitted him. Li's story had caused a stir on Chinese social media, with many showing sympathy for his ordeal. However, the veracity of the story came into question later on. That's after the Cambodian police said in a statement that Li's account was a pure fabrication, a conclusion that they reached after a weeks-long investigation. Cambodian police said that they have detained Li and three others. Tsai has learned that those detained include Chen Barong, the leader of a local volunteer group who had previously told Tsai that he had helped to take Li to the hospital. Whether Li's story is true or not, it reflects a real-life threatening issue that Chinese nationals face in Cambodia. The number of criminal cases involving them including kidnapping and human trafficking, which have increased after more gangs of Chinese gambling and telecom fraudsters moved to Cambodia after China clamped down at home. Meanwhile, a large number of online investment firms have turned out to be criminal gangs disguised as companies who have set themselves up on private land to escape government crackdowns. Disguised Companies Located in Cambodia's southwestern coastal region, Sihanoukville is the country's largest port city, tourist destination, and foreign trade hub. Since the real estate boom in 2016, the city has quickly attracted Chinese investors, including those who engaged in online gambling and telecom fraud, which also led to a rise in criminal activities such as abduction and extortion of gamblers. 
In 2019, a tipping point occurred as China and Cambodia established a joint task force and launched a crackdown on such criminal activity. As of August that year, nearly 1,000 Chinese nationals had been arrested. That includes 115 suspected of telecom fraud and 335 suspected of participating in illegal online gambling operations. On January 1, 2020, Cambodia banned online gambling outright. In the wake of the crackdown, criminal activity declined sharply. But as the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic began to wane in the country in 2020, many criminal cells moved back to the port city, disguising themselves as private companies in online investment zones. However, as China tightened border controls and continued its own crackdown on cross-border telecom fraud and illegal gambling, these disguised companies found it increasingly difficult to smuggle in new recruits, so they developed a new strategy to cajole or abduct Chinese nationals in Cambodia into the illegal businesses. Multiple sources have told Saishin that those so-called online investment zones were under closed-off management, meaning they were sealed to outsiders. Some of the zones were even guarded by military police, which made it difficult for local police to conduct any search or investigation inside. Such online investment zones exist elsewhere in Cambodia, including the capital, Phnom Penh. Smuggled into a nightmare. Li Xian, from China's southwestern province of Guizhou, told Caixin that in March 2021, he had been promised a high salary when he was smuggled into the Southeast Asian country and sold to an online investment company in downtown Sihankoville. Because he'd refused to be involved in defrauding his fellow countrymen at the first company, he said he was sold to another cell, which operated out of two buildings surrounded by two-meter-high walls. Li Xian said that the gang members tortured him with an electric baton, and he only managed to escape by jumping over the wall from the second floor. He injured himself in the fall, but he managed to get safely to a hospital. Unlike Li Xian, Li Liya was neither abducted nor smuggled into Cambodia. She said she was working as an accountant at a factory in Suhakanville when she got to know someone named A Chiang online. She told Saishen her nightmare started on December 28th when she met A Chiang alone for the first time. When she arrived at the meeting place, a temple in the daytime, she saw that Ah Chiang had brought another person. The pair then abducted her. She ended up being held by a gang operating out of an online investment zone. One person threatened her with an electric baton, confiscated her mobile phone, and forced her to reveal her password so that they could delete Ah Chiang's contact information. She believes that the abduction was planned in advance. Saishin also learned that in mid-December, another Chinese woman, called Xiaolian, had been abducted and sold to the same cell as Li Liya. 
she was held for a ransom of 300,000 yuan. That's equivalent to 47,500 US dollars. She was then sold to a cell in another part of the country. Both women later managed to escape in January. According to local news reports, police arrested 11 Chinese suspects involved in a similar criminal gang ring in Sihanko in late January, six of whom were accused of intentional homicide connected to the deaths of two Chinese nationals. Police also rescued three Chinese citizens who were held against their will. Chen Baorong's Involvement In Li Lia's case, she said she finally escaped thanks to Chen, who is a leader of the Cambodia-China charity team. Chen is a native of central China's Hubei province and has been doing business in Cambodia for more than 20 years. He had started rescuing fellow Chinese countrymen being held by criminal gangs a few years earlier. On January 8th, Li Liya contacted Chen with the help of her friend, she said, after she provided her passport and a statement about how she was kidnapped Chen quickly reported the case to local police officers he trusts. The rescue was not easy as the criminals were keeping a close eye on Li Liya. A day after she got in touch with Chen, two police officers came to ask if she had called them for assistance. Li Liya said she hadn't because of several concerns, including that she was still in the company of a gang member. Despite her denial, the gang member forced her to record a video saying that she was not coerced and that she was willing to work there. This was all in order to convince the police that there was no problem. Still, Li Liya stayed in touch with Chen. Later, local police asked her to come file a formal complaint at the police station where she was met by volunteers from Chen's Cambodia-China charity team. Afterwards, she was allowed to leave the gang. Because there are so many people turning to him for help in Cambodia, Chen said he mostly sticks to helping minors or people who have been beaten or injured. In December, a Chinese volunteer from his team was kidnapped and beaten by a gang who demanded money to release him. The volunteer was rescued after a Chinese business association in Cambodia and the Cambodia-China charity team reported the case to the General Commissariat of National Police and informed Cambodia-based Chinese government agencies, including the embassy. Chen said that the volunteer had been lured in by the gang through a false job ad. Li Ya Yuanlun said he was lured by a false job ad. Cambodian police have accused Li Ya Yuanlun of fabricating the story of his kidnapping. They have detained him and Chen, and that's according to the police and people familiar with the case. Tsai has learned that Chen's involvement aroused great concern among Cambodia's Chinese community, with many of them believing that he was the victim of reiteration or had been deceived by Li Ya Yuanlun. In the past, Chen reportedly said that he had once been threatened after helping to rescue a Chinese citizen held at a criminal hideout in Cambodia. 
he appeared to be worried about his safety. He said in an interview with Chinese media that if anything happens to me, I hope the Chinese state will do justice by me. I love and hate Cambodia. I love the good people here, but I hate the corrupt officials and the bosses of online investment companies. The Cambodia China charity team said that it had hired a lawyer to defend Chen, vowing to ensure that he gets a fair shake. The volunteers group's official WeChat account has also been blocked and no previous statements on the account have been visible. The Chinese embassy said it will continue following the case and it will cooperate with local authorities to crack down harder on online gambling and telecom fraud in Cambodia. Ramped up crackdown. The increasing number of criminal cases in Cambodia in recent years have alarmed Chinese businessmen working in Cambodia. In November, several Chinese chambers of commerce in the country published a joint statement in which they condemned the perpetrators of all criminal acts, especially violent crimes such as kidnapping. In the joint statement, the chambers also promised to work with local police and other law enforcement agencies to strengthen efforts to crack down on all kinds of crime. In June, a senior official at the Chinese Ministry of Public Security said that China and Cambodia would continue to jointly combat illegal activity, such as telecom fraud and organized smuggling, as well as seizing and repatriating any criminals captured on the run. According to state-run China News Service, Wu Jianmin, the head of the China-Cambodia Law Enforcement Corporation Office, said that for criminals who have been Cambodian citizens, the two countries will continue to push for citizenship to be revoked in cases of fraud. Wu added, Cambodia will never be a safe haven for them. Li Xian, Li Lia, and Xiaolian in this story are pseudonyms. <laughs> 